I am Johnny Massacre and welcome to the Johnny Massacre Show. This is the Friday Night Massacre. On tonight's show, I had a DJ set last night. Let's talk about it. Who's fucking with me? Give me a hell yeah! So, a little departure from the norm on tonight's Johnny Massacre Show. I usually talk about politics, but tonight I thought I'll talk about my life and a DJ set I did last night and an event that I co-promoted because to be honest I can't really be asked to talk about politics tonight and really it's 10.24 in the morning and if I were to do a regular Johnny Massacre show politics themed it's going to take another two or three hours and I did say I want to try to give you a show every night and so here I am now I'm sure a few people will unsubscribe because they're going to see this come up in their feed and think who the fuck is this guy talking about DJing and shit when I subscribe to hear about the orange intensity of of Donald Trump and how Biden's going to die soon. In which case, see you later, buddy. But I'm going to talk about this event last night. So this event was in a venue called Traffic, Traffic Tokyo. You probably know I live in Tokyo, Japan, and Traffic Tokyo is in a place called Roppongi. Now, Roppongi is famous for Japanese women and foreign guys getting together to shag. So in England, it's very multicultural. You can go anywhere and meet anyone and kind of get along. But in Japan, Japanese people are not exactly famed for their spontaneity. So they do everything by the book. And it seems as if every single Japanese person, specifically in this case, hot Japanese women, have an invisible book in their back pocket or in their bra or wherever they want to keep it that has a set of rules to tell them what to do in each and every situation. One of those situations is shagging a foreigner. If you want to do that, okay, turn to page 69. I'm going to go to Roppongi. So that's where Japanese girls who want to fuck foreigners literally go. If you don't go to Roppongi and go to a traditional Japanese club, although it's interesting from a cultural perspective, guys will find it much harder to get laid because the women who go there are kind of thoroughbred Japanese and they don't exactly go there to fuck um, big swinging dick gaijin. Uh, gaijin means foreigner in Japanese, if I, if I didn't already explain that. So they go to Roppongi. Foreigners go to Roppongi to fuck Japanese girls and that's where our event was. But unlike a lot of clubs in the Roppongi district, we actually have a good music policy. All those clubs are fucking cheese to the max, mate. Pure Stilton, mate. But our event, like a lot of foreign events and like events back in London where I was born and raised, is all about the music first. So we did an event in Traffic Tokyo. So we did an event there. Specifically, my friend Alessandro did this Italian guy. Handsome bastard. He's a model. He's he's the most gregarious guy ever he's so sociable everyone you speak to says yeah Alessandro I know him he's the nicest guy ever why don't people say that about me nah he's amazing and he's got a lot of confidence he puts on this event if I have to put on I don't put on events because I'm a DJ and that's what I focus on and one of the reasons I don't put it on is the fear of failure if you put on an event and no one comes to your party that's kind of um, soul destroying right so I don't want to be the promoter who throws a party and nobody comes. I'll leave that to Alessandro. And he does a great job. He did a Matrix-themed party. So he was there until 2 a.m. the night before. And he put green plastic over all the lights and stuff. And they, they had the retro telephone with the with the dial on it in, in one corner. And it was lit up in green. And everyone was taking photos um, and putting it on the Insta and, and whatnot, which was kind of cool. And it was fucking awesome, man. You know... I played there before and the monitor setup was awful. The speakers were directly on either side, which is terrible for monitoring. You really want them in front of you to get separation from the the club. 
PA system and speakers. But last time I played, that wasn't there. So it's so hard to mix. So I did a bit of preparation. I went there. We moved the DJ booth upstairs. The, the club's really interesting. It's, it's pretty intimate. But the thing I like about it is you can see anyone from anywhere or anyone can see anyone else from anywhere. There's a there's two levels and the top level there's kind of glass panels and you can look down and it's all quite intimate and great. So I was upstairs, yeah, and it was awesome. Manual mixing, no beat sync. If you don't know what that is, before digital technology, DJs had to manually synchronize songs by matching the tempo via ear. There's a lot of competition among DJs in those times. And then with the advent of digital technology, there's a button now you press sync and it means you don't have to mix songs by ear, tempo matched by ear, which is a real skill. Despite what some wankers on Reddit might say, I, there's very few people who can beat match properly, but I can and I love doing it. So I mix manually. So I love putting two songs into the mix with no automatic digital beat sync. It's like riding a fucking tsunami wave. Once the mix goes in, you can't back out. You have to ride that wave and make sure you keep it in time really really fun went through a whole load of different tunes because it was matrix themed i dropped a few prodigy tunes prodigy one of the best bands ever one of the most influential electronic uh, kind of punk bands of all time i love the prodigy in the matrix they, they play a song called mind mind fields so i played that and played a few other classics like breathe and stuff i kept the tempo about 126 127 beats per minute that is basically house tempo so the kind of four four tracks that you might have heard fit into that tempo but you can also mix a bit of prodigy and there's one track i've got by outcast which is the same tempo as house called i like the way you move specifically composed by one half of outcast known as big boy and i dropped that in and that was fucking sick shall i shall i play this song that i dropped in emit emit all the house songs and it just sounded delicious so i'll play it to you um search on apple music like the way my itunes is so old school it just does basically doesn't fucking work does anyone else find itunes to be a piece of fucking shit i'm really and just just not very reliable okay here we go let's see outcast it was on the album oh, here it is yeah you know this song right you know this song you know this fucking song you must fucking know i flick it to the chorus oh So you can imagine before that I was playing this track. And then imagine that switching into this. Because the intro, kind of similar beat, right? So you bridge the genre between techno or tech house and hip hop, R&B.
So that was awesome. And then do you know what that makes me think of? So at the time when that came on, these two chicks just, it's funny how, you know, I can, I can totally imagine what it's like for an elite A-list DJ, how much, how much action they get it must be ridiculous. Because when you play, women find it attractive. They just like DJs for, for whatever reason. Um, and when I was, when I played that tune, these two chicks came into the DJ booth and they're just, oh man, this song's so amazing. What is this? It's Outcast. Do you, you don't know Outcast? Yeah, it's by Outcast. And, they're like, oh man, this tune's so good. Yeah, we, you know, we need to like, come and talk to me when you're finished. And they wanted to chat, but I, I don't have time for that. When I'm playing, it's like fucking hell. When there's a singer on a stage, you can't come up and talk to them, right? So DJs, people think they can have a chat. And DJs put out the wrong message often. You see them on Instagram with their fucking phones, like videoing them. Like, what the fuck? that kind of attitude imagine Michael Jackson had that attitude he'd never have become famous on the stage hang on just before I moonwalk get my fucking phone out so people think DJs can just piss around but actually some of us take it very seriously so it's it's times like that like those chicks I really wanted to chat one was so fucking hot and she was all like huh but no yeah I'll see you afterwards and then by the time you finished they fucking gone off somewhere and they weren't there anymore so that was disappointing man one of them was amazing I have to find out who she was but it makes me think like elite DJs those bitches ain't going home those bitches ain't going they're fucking waiting the whole night for the DJ to come out the booth man the top level DJs the stories they must have must be ludicrous although I'm sure that is actually very nihilistic and leads to self-destruction hence why quite a lot of them die Avicii I'm looking at you so that was really fun and I'm just really happy for the promoter because it took a little while to fill up and in the beginning he came up and he said Johnny his Italian accent Johnny not many people come showing a, a few a rare sign of weakness I said mate you are you are the fucking man you know you are so social i said you're working now you're a promoter it's not time to get pissed and, and fuck around go down there people are coming here to meet people and socialize and like the guys want to meet some hot chicks and so many hot chicks come to this guy's event because he's a model and he's in that world and i said man go down there and be the glue glue it all together introduce people and then as soon as i said that he went down he's like hey i could hear his voice eventually the club filled up quite a few people wicked atmosphere it was just awesome. So I'm really buzzing and I wanted to share that with you. I, I've come back, it's 9.52 in the morning and I just wanted to make a show and I thought, to be honest, I can't be bothered to do the politics. So a few people even unsubscribed recently. They said, Johnny, I lost respect for you because you talk about politics all the time. The thing is, I fucking, I have to, mate, because in the future, if the world keeps going the way it's going with all censorship and surveillance and, and fucking tyranny and shit and communism on the way, it's not even going to be a world worth DJing in. So I've got to speak out about it. But in spite of that, really, I started this channel because I'm an artist. I'm a DJ, rapper, music producer. So I've got to go back to those roots at some point. And so here I am. So I'm just curious as to how you will receive this episode. It's not about politics at all. It's about me. It's my vlog, my video log, my life. It was a wicked night. And as you know, I said recently that uh, I lost all my income. My business shut down. I had a kind of tourism business in Japan. It was passive income for many years and it's died because of the government overreaction to coronavirus. So right now I'm, I'm thinking, what am I going to do for work? And I've got about two months until the money runs out. This is pretty much all the money I get down here. Fund the massacre, streamlabs.com forward slash Johnny Massacre. And I'm thinking, well, why not take a fucking risk? Why not put on a weekly event? Because that event was smashing. So I'm thinking, take a risk, put on a weekly event. If that gets popular, then 
I won't have to spend time doing something else to make money. I can do something I love. And that's what people don't understand. When people kind of hear about what I do, people always tell me, you shouldn't take these kind of risks. You know, you should invest more, blah, blah, blah. They don't understand. When you have tunnel vision for a creative end, when you get passive income or have a little bit of elbow room, you don't think about saving money. You don't think about getting a mortgage. You don't think about getting tied down. You don't want any headspace taken up by anything other than your creative endeavors. So whenever I've got some kind of finance coming, I just go tunnel vision into the music. And I hope that when I look look up and like, push my head out of the earth like a thriller zombie i'll look around me and i'll be in the land of success and then it will all be worth it but what is usually the case is you go into the tunnel vision you, you put everything in your into your creative endeavors and then we, when you put your heads a, a butt like put your head up and look around to take stock of what's going on you realize shit i still have to i have to dig a deeper tunnel so you go back down and go into the creative stuff that's my attempt at a metaphor to explain what it's like dedicating yourself to music risking everything to do it and that's where i'm at so it's time to fucking dig that hole i just really get rid of this metaphor it's just time to time to work hard and i'm thinking about what i'm going to do and one of the things on the table is starting a weekly event which would build up to a monthly event what do you think of that what do you think of that you think that could work i don't see why it wouldn't so I'm going to go to bed. It's fucking 9.55. I've got to get my shit together and got lots of thinking to do. But thank you for tuning in. If you made it this far, I really appreciate it. Don't forget to fund the massacre if you want to get more of these videos and support me. Streamlabs.com forward slash Johnny Massacre. You know I always really appreciate that. And maybe there'll be a cheeky live stream over the weekend. So keep your eyes peeled for that. I have been Johnny Massacre. And I tell you what, mates, you better be back for the next episode. Otherwise, I'll be coming around your ass. Please make sure to like and subscribe. And hit that notification bell because that is what all those other cunts tell you to do. Layers.